Hello, and welcome once again to the Skeptic Psychic, where we interestingly discuss topics and really get to know one another. How are you doing tonight, everybody? I'm doing fine. I'm sorry, I sound like a complete utter idiot, but what do you know? Tonight, You're Mr. Rogers. Would you be my neighbor? <laughs> With me tonight is, of course, my uh, my co-host and favorite sibling, Kimber Rodriguez. Hey, how are you? Doing fine. I would normally go on such a grandiose scale, but it's, uh, you know, kind of an old hat, but you know you're my favorite sibling. Yes, I know. Plus, there's only so many compliments you can give a person. Yes, Yes. So what's without new repeating you? yourself, <laughs> right? So what's new with you? Ah, uh, just working, 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 sleeping, 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 working, 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 sleeping, sleeping, sleeping. Sound like me? Yeah. But tonight we get to talk about one of my favorite topics. Yes. Um. Before we get into the topic, there was a couple of things that I wanted to discuss. Um. First of all, I had a an instance the other night that was very interesting. Um, I came in here to my dining area where I've been recording lately mm -hmm. and turned on the light and I saw like the this- The party wasn't over? I don't know. I saw this out of the, I don't know if it was my mind playing tricks on me or, or what, but when I turned on the light, I was looking down and I thought I saw kind of like that smoke that I was telling you about the other day, mm -hmm. close to the floor. And I almost got the feeling like it was a cat. A cat? The cat coming in to say hello. Because okay. the way that the um the way that it moved was kind of like, you know, the way a cat moves when they're like they rub up against you and then they kind of curve their body to turn and look at you. Mm -hmm. That's the way it, it kind of was. So I just found that very interesting and wanted to share that. Um also, I know there was something else that I wanted to discuss tonight. Let me see if I can find it again. Talk amongst yourself. Tell us about you and what's new with you while I look this up. Well, I've been, uh, let's see, I've just been working. Uh, I actually been doing a lot of research on this uh, topic of the hollow earth, you know. Hopefully, you know, I got some interesting people that will comment, like, share, uh, and even join our Facebook group, which uh, if you're on an Apple podcast or uh, any other uh, YouTube, that sort of thing, be sure to rate, love us, and give us uh, some uh, constructive criticism. And on Apple podcasts, we do require five stars. That's one, two, three, four, five, five stars. And for all of you out there that uh, really would like to make a comment, we'll read your comment on the air. Don't matter if it's uh, if you're telling us uh, that we suck, but then of course we would like you to be honest, straightforward, and nice about it. So, again, five stars. Yes. Now I remember what I wanted to discuss. Um, Ready to be an e-commerce pioneer? Sorry about that. Um, what I wanted to discuss. Was oh, what was that? <laughs> what did you like to know? Yes, I would. It was um, YouTube. I accidentally clicked on a video. I did not mean to. Okay. 
Um, but what I wanted to discuss was in the group that I'm in for one of our friendly um, podcasts that we follow, the Ghostly Podcast in their group, Ghostly Society, there was a post that was made from a YouTube video where Chris Angel debunks all mind readers and psychics saying that all of them are false. So I just kind of wanted to see your thoughts on that and, you know, what you think of Chris Angel and his new claim that everyone is fake. Well, Chris Angel's a fake. <laughs> no, seriously, he's a very good magician, but because I do follow magicians, I've gone back and every trick that any great magician does can be brought, broken down to the simple tricks that they teach you in the uh, those little uh, cheap uh, magician's kits. So, yeah, I even know how he does his dangerous stunts. Yes, basically from what I'm getting, I haven't watched the full video yet, but my... And if you've ever seen the remake of the Fright Night movie, David Tennant's character is a parody of Chris mm -hmm. Angel. Yes, I love his character in that movie. Um, but, you know, the way I say it, he, I haven't watched the whole video yet, but I'm pretty sure he's probably trying to say that because he knows these tricks of magic that he can he can point out the tricks that these people use to do their their readings mm -hmm. um and i'm not going to say that all psychics are true because i knew i know there are some charlatans out there but growing up with our mother um growing up with you <laughs> I can definitely say that they're not all fakes. I yeah. I'll even say that my favorite uh, illusionist slash escape artist slash magicians, Pendulette and Teller are fakes as well. They even admit themselves that we're mm -hmm. fakes. Yes, we are magicians. Yes, magicians are fake. But that doesn't mean that all psychics are fake. Um, like no. I said, I know some amazing psychics. Um, I grew up with my mother and with you, and I saw what you both could do. And that was not a, a trick by no means. I mean, but I would love to know what other people think. If people watching or listening think that, you know, all psychics are fakes, um, let us know in the comments below, or you can join our Facebook group, as you mentioned earlier. And you can give us your comments there. I'll post something about it. And yeah, let's go ahead and get into tonight's topic then. Again, tonight's topic is one of my favorite theories and uh, discussions. Basically, we're going to be talking about the hollow Earth. Now, most scientists believe that the Earth has three layers. The crust, the mantle, and the core. Nothing else. But... What if I told you that there are certain experts that believe that there is a world inside of our world? And, uh, sorry. You're fine. It, uh, with its own sun and body of water. What if I told you that there are interests to this uh, location, both uh, in the North Pole, the South Pole, 
as well as parts of Asia, North and South America. What would you say to that, my friend? Well, Welcome to the theory of the hollow earth. Now, I know that there are the caverns and the caves that run, you know, below us. Mm -hmm. That, um, now, I don't know if the hollow earth goes into what is beneath those caverns and those caves, or if it includes those caverns and the caves. Um, but I know, like, there's a, like, here in the United States, all the caverns and caves are theoretically connected to one another beneath our beneath the ground and beneath our feet um does this hollow earth go deeper yes in fact the caves and caverns are actually rumored to be entrances to this uh, hollow earth hmm. tell me more all right well the in ancient times many cultures and tribes uh believed in this uh, underworld uh, it all goes back to uh, to the Babylonians uh, and the early Mesopotamians practices. The Greeks, of course, had the the land of Hades. In Hindu mythology, the underworld is referred to as Patagoda, I think. Yeah. In the Bang uh, Bengali version of the Hindu epic Ramayaya, Ramaya. Nah. It's been depicted how Rama and Lakama were La taken Lakshama. Lakashama were taken by the ring the king of underworld and Ahithra, brother of the demon king Ravenia, later Ravana. They, <laughs> yeah, they were uh they were rescued by Helaman. Yes, I'm sorry. I know it, your your part there is a little hard to read with the background. I apologize. It's my job to make sure that this is legible for him. Mm -hmm. And I failed this week. So so please, my apologies. Yes. Now, the Angami Naga tribes of India claim that their ancestors emerged in ancient times from a subterranean land that was inside the earth. The Taino from Cuba believed that their ancestors emerged at ancient times from two caves in a mountain underground. Then we have the Celts of ancient Ireland. Now, is it Celts or Celts? Hmm. Tomato, yes. tomato. So they believed that there were caves that led the underground world of a supernatural race that was known as Tuatha de Danann. Yep. This was also known as the tribe of the goddess. I mean, heck, even Alexander the Great journeyed to the underworld in hopes of conquering it. You know, but taking all that information as being myths, we wonder who actually did propose this theory that there really is a hollow earth. This came from Sir Edmund Haley. Yes. Also the same man who discovered the Haley's Comet. And he came up with this theory way back in 1960, I'm sorry, 1692, just calculate, 1692. 
his notion was supposed to be disproven by two men, however. First, there was Pierre Bouger, a French mathematician in 17... 17- yes. He was a French mathematician in 1740. And then Charles Hutton, an English mathematician and surveyor who in 1774 determined that the mean density of the earth made this impossible. Now, the mantle was taken up again by an American by the name of Captain John Cleves Smythe Jr. Now, interesting about him, uh, he wasn't, his father, uh, he was named after his uncle, John Cleves uh, Sims Jr., because the, uh, the uncle had no other kids. Sims group uh, gained attention in the early 19th century for his lectures and writings prompting the theory of a hollow earth. He proposed that the earth consisted of several contracentric spheres with habitable environments contained within. Sims claimed that they were uh, entrances to the North and South Pole throughout of which one could enter this, this inner world. His ideas attracted both supporters and skeptics. And Sims sought funding for an expedition to explore the polar regions to prove his theory. However, he did face difficulties securing financial backing and encountered criticism from the scientific community, which largely dismissed the idea as unfounded and only speculation. They pooed it. Which, I mean, come on, if, if, think about it. Okay, I speculate this is this. I want to prove this is this. So I need to go there. I mean, how else are you going to prove it without exploring it and examining it? Yep. Sounds to me like somebody just didn't want to take the time to look at Nobody it. Nobody wanted to give him money. So despite the lack of scientific support, he continued to advocate for his theory until his death in 1829. Now, why he, while he did not achieve his legacy during his lifetime, it did live on in the form of continued interests in this theory of the hollow earth. And this was, you know, among French groups and enthusiasts, or as some people out there like to say, conspiracy theorists. Yes. yes. His name is often associated with the early popularization of the hollow earth concept, although he was not the first to propose, propose such a theory. Nevertheless, his effort contributed to the enduring fascination fascination with the idea of hidden worlds beneath the Earth's surface. Now, also to uh, reiterate uh, the fact of his uh, tombstone uh, where he is buried, he actually has a 3D map of what the hollow earth would have looked like. Interesting. I'll see if I can find something like that and yeah. use it in our group for uh, for people to, to check out and see that. 
Now, uh, Smyth Jr. proposed a theory suggesting that the Earth is hollow and it contains an interior space is suitable for habitation. Some key points of this theory include canonic spheres. Smyth believed that the Earth was composed of multiple characters, spheres, with habitable regions and contained within. These spheres were thought to be separated by empty spaces or voids. Polar openings. Sim also argued that there were large openings in the North and South Poles, leading us into the interior of the hollow Earth. He suggested there are openings could be accessed for exploration and colonization. The interior environment. Now, according to uh, Smith, the interior of the Earth was not only hollow, but also contained a, its own atmosphere, oceans, and environmentals. It could support life, potentially, and including the undiscovered civilizations. Scientific inquiry on that, Sims advocated for the uh, scientific exploration of the poles, polar regions in confirming his theory. He sought support and funding for expeditions to investigate. The openings, however, at the poles explored the support theory of the Earth's interior. Now, overall, his theory of a hollow Earth was based on the idea of a vast unexplored world hidden beneath the Earth's surface. Now we get on to James Norman Reynolds, who was also referred to as J.N. Reynolds. He was an American journalist and explorer who lived during the 19th century. His best known with his involvement, I'm sorry, he is best known for his involvement in the exploration of the polar regions and his association with the concept of the hollow earth. He did gain prominence during, I'm sorry, he did gain prominence through his writings and explorations, um, particularly with the United States Exploring Expedition, which was between 1838 and 1842. This was also known as the Wilkes Expedition because it was led by Charles Wilkes. Charles Wilkes, not Wilkes. Reynolds served as a correspondent for the New York press during this expedition, providing vivid accounts of the journey and its discoveries. One of Reynolds' significant contributions to exploration was his promotion of the hollow earth theory. He collaborated with John Clevis Simmons Jr., who had proposed the idea of a hollow earth with the openings at the poles. Reynolds did help popularize Sims' theories with his writings, and he included articles and a series of letters that were published to the New York newspaper, known at the time as the New York Mirror. Now, Reynolds' advocacy for the hollow earth theory was contributed with his uh, engaging writing style and the uh, the association with the Wilkes expedition contributed for their widespread interest in the con concept during the 19th century. 
However, like Smythes, Reynolds was faced with skepticism from the scientific community, which largely regarded the hollow earth theory as an unfounded speculation. While Reynolds is best known for promotion of the hollow earth, he also uh, made significant contributions to journalism and exploration through his uh, repairing and writings on various expeditions and adventures. Now, in 1864, one of my favorite top 10 writers, I would say he's number three or four, Jules Verne, wrote Journey to the Center of the Earth. Of course, it is one of my favorite books. In this book, uh, it follows the adventures of Professor Otto Unterbark and his nephew Axel and their guide, Harris Hans. Hans Barka, as they embark upon a daring expedition for exploring in the depths of the earth. The story begins when uh, Professor Leidenbrock discovers an ancient manuscript that contains coded uh, instructions on how to reach the center of the earth. With Axel's help, the professor deciphers the messages and determines that the earth must begin in its uh, Iceland. The trio set out for the expedition, traveling to Iceland and descending to the depth of a volcano called Schellekergerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerkerker
which was published by Hugo Gernsback. Which everybody, uh, which science fiction enthusiasts know that her uh, Hugo Greensback was the man in which the Hugo Awards were uh, named after. Hmm, interesting. Between 1945 and 1949, editor Ray Palmer ran a series of articles called The Shaver Mysteries. Also, Richard Sharp Shaver states in these stories that both Palmer and Shaver claim that these stories are true. But the Shaver mysteries revolve around a fantastical narrative involving ancient underground civilizations, advanced technology, and cosmic conflicts. Shaver explained that he had experienced telepathic communication with ancient beings that lived in caverns beneath the Earth's surface, and he called them the Daros. These were detrimental robots. And then there were also the Taros, which were integral robots. Now, according to Shaver, the Daros and the Taros, I'm sorry, the Daros were malevolent and they used advanced technology to torment humanity. While the Taros were benevolent beings and they sought to protect humans from the Daros. Now, Shaver's stories depicted a hidden wor a world beneath the earth populated by these two ancient civilizations, with the Daros manipulating events on the surface and coursing, causing uh, various disasters and calamities, while the Taros, on the other hand, were depicted as the abilities, the allies of, uh, with the allies of humanity, working to... Uh, counteract the influences of the Daros. The Shaver Mysteries gained a significant uh, Halloween Halloween um, following. following. Why does it say Halloween? I don't know. Uh, the Shaver Mysteries gained a significant following amongst the uh, readers of Amazing Stories and sparked a widespread speculation and debate. Some readers embraced the Schaefer stories on revelations of the hidden truths, while others dismissed it as being more of an imaginative uh, fiction or outright hoaxes. Now, what were the Amazing Stories? Amazing Stories was a pulp uh, magazine back uh, during the, I believe, from the early part of the 20th century, maybe 1920, 1920s. Yeah, 1920, 1925, on up to the early uh, 1949. Uh, it was uh, Steven Spielberg took the inspiration of those amazing story of the amazing stories and made a television show that only lasted maybe one and a half seasons. That was my next question. Was that based on those stories from then? Because I remember we used to watch that show pretty religiously when it came out. Yeah, no. Uh. Also to know the fact that Richard Shaver did spend some time in a mental institution. So this could be he was a little bit of crazy, but then, of course, he could have been not a crazy and they put him in the way anyway. Maybe they put him in because he knew too much. And they were Maybe. To now, we also go to uh, Admiral Richard E. Byrd. He was the gentleman who discovered the North Pole as well as the South Pole. Now, 
His involvement in the Hollow Earth is often regarded as a leg, uh, legend or a piece of speculative fiction other than the historical path, uh, fact. However, it has gained attraction in certain circles, particularly among the proponents of the conspiracy theorists and alternate histories. The core of this legend involves around the Admiral Byrd's alleged expedition to the North and South Poles in the early part of the 20th century, during which he purposefully uh, made contact with the advanced civilization living within the Hollow Earth. According to the legend, Byrd's supposed, supposed diary or journal entries recount encounters with a highly advanced and technological superior civilization that dwelled within the interior of the earth. These, be these beings, often described as descendants of the ancient civilization such as Atlantis or even Lemuria, and they migrated to the hollow earth to escape cataclysms on the surface. Now we've actually discussed Atlantis uh, previously when we, uh, briefly, when we discussed Edward Casey, but Atlantis and Lemuria will probably be a future episode. In the future. Yes. Please continue. Yes. Um, so they migrated to the hollow earth to get away from the cataclysms of the surface. Um, and there are very many supposed locations that could possibly be entrances to this inner world. Um, these are often based on mythological or anecdotal accounts. And again, um, some of these include the North Pole and the South Pole. Um, the North being one of the most famous theories uh, that it does have an entrance, has its, uh, has roots in early myth and legends about a polar opening that led to a hidden world. Uh, proponents suggest that the shifting of ice and magnetic anomalies in the Arctic region support the existence of such an interest to be there. Now with the South Pole, some say that it's believed that the entrance to the world could be located there because again, based on mythological traditions and speculative interpretations of polar geography. All right. We also look at Mount Shasta in California. Mount Shasta is in Northern California, has been associated with burial, mystical, and esoteric beliefs, including the idea that the entrance to the hollow earth. Some people claim and have had spiritual paranormal experiences near Mount Shasta and suggest that they may uh, con conceal a passage to the inner earth. Now, the Tibetan Plateau is often called the root of the earth. And it's been suggested as the possible location for the entrance to the hollow world. This idea is sometimes connected to the Tibetan Buddhist mythology and the concept of Shambhala, a hidden kingdom said to exist in the Himalayas. Other remote or inaccessible locations, in addition to these specific locations, various other remote have been on Earth proposed as potential entrances to the hollow Earth. These include the deep ocean trenches, remote deserts, 
and unexpected wilderness areas. Unexplored wilderness areas. Unexplored wilderness areas. So I guess that would be like somewhere like maybe in the Congo or something like that, where, you know, mm -hmm. you really explored a lot. While the hollow earth theory is generally considered pseudo-scientific, pseudo pseudo-scientific? Pseudo-scientific. Pseudo-scientific. <laughs> and lacking empirical evidence. There is still empirical evidence. <laughs> Come on, Scott, get it right. <laughs> there are still individuals and groups who continue to advocate for or believe in the concept. Modern beliefs regarding the hollow earth vary widely. However, here are some common themes and perspectives. We do have the New Age and esoteric beliefs, which I would like to talk more about in a future episode. Future so episode! The esoteric uh, records and all of that. As some individuals within this New Age and esoteric communities do embrace the idea of a hollow earth as being part of their spiritual and or metaphysical beliefs. They may view the earth as interior, as a mystical realm, Inhabited by the advanced beings or the ascended masters. That'd be another great topic to do in the future. Yes. Ascended masters. Then we have the conspiracy theories, as I mentioned before. And that has been incorporated into various theories, which often involve claims of secret government knowledge and or cover-ups, which is like I said, that that one gentleman that you mentioned, I think it was Shraver, being put into a mental institution. Um, yes. Him knowing too much would fall into that secret, you know. Right. Yeah, and it also goes into the, uh, some people believe, underground bases. Yes, um, which was what I was going to say next, is that government agencies or elite groups are aware of the existence of this and that they're hiding it from the, the public and that they do have bases down there. Now, alternative science is a small number of individuals who advocate for the hollow earth theory. From the perspective of the alternate science, of course, suggesting that the, the mainstream scientific understanding may be incomplete or flawed. They may propose an alternative models of the Earth's structural based on the unconventional interpretations of the geological data or phenomenon. Do, 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 do. Phenomenon. Do, 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 do. Literature and pop culture. The concept of the hollow Earth continues to be uh, explored in the literature, film, and other forms of popular culture. While they're often presented as fictional or speculative, these works contribute to the outgoing or and ongoing uh, fascination of uh, with this idea of the hidden world beneath the Earth's surface. Tourism and adventurers. Some tourism companies offer expeditions or tours for locations associated with the hollow Earth, such as purported entrances to the North and South Poles, these trips are often appealed to individuals interested in the adventures and the explorations. Now, here, starting with the, cur uh, the current run 
are famous movies that deal with the hollow earth theory. Godzilla versus Kong in 2021. While not being entirely focused on the hollow earth, the film prominently features the concept. These characters journey into the hollow earth to uncover its secrets. 2008, Brandon Fraser's movie, to, uh, the film based on the classic novel, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Disney also did a version of that as well, which follows a group of explorers as they venture deep into the Earth's crust and encounter various wonders and uh, dangers. Then we also have Kong Skull Island in 2017. Now, while primarily a King Kong film, it does introduce the elements of a hello Earth, hollow Earth, not a hello Earth, but a hollow Earth. Hello Earth. <laughs> hello Earth. Um, the island where Kong resides is, de is depicted as being a lost world within the Earth's surface. We also have the core way back in 2003, already 20 years ago. Hmm. And, well, depending on when it came out. Summer 2023, I mean 2003, yeah. so it's been about a year and six months. Now, while not explicitly about the hollow earth, the science, I'm sorry, sci-fi disaster film involves a group of scientists who travel to the earth's core to restart its nuclear devices. I'm sorry, to restart it using nuclear devices. Um, then we have At the Earth's Core in 1976. William and I was born, so 40-some-odd years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and this was based on the novel by Edgar Rice Burroughs. It does depict adventurers who use a drilling machine to journey into the Earth's core to discover a prehistoric world. Then we have The Mole People, which is another thing that we could talk about at some time. You don't want to talk about the mole people. The mole people that live in the subways. We got to talk about the mole people. Uh-huh. Just like the alligators living in the sewers. We got the mole people in the subways, the alligators in the sewers. I'm telling you. For New York. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, there was a movie called The Mole People back in 1956. It is a classic B movie, and it features archaeologists who discover an underground civilization as they are exploring deep within the earth. Now, overall, while the belief in the hollow earth does remain in the fringes of mainstream thought, it persists in various forms with certain subcultures and communities. Despite the lack of scientific evidence, this concept does continue to captivate the imagination and inspire specula speculation about what mysteries might what might lie beneath the earth's surface which kind of makes me think like we um we're taught that the earth's core is made of like this hot molten magma well we have the magma and then we have the the core which is like you know just hot rock how do we know this is this i mean nobody's actually ever drilled that far into the earth so I would say that's just another theory. So who's to say that this theory is right and this theory is wrong? But now we ask you, the viewers and our listeners, what are your thoughts? Do you believe a hollow earth exists or is it just something that was made up for science fiction? 
let us know in the comments or in our group Skeptic Psychic on Facebook. What do you think, Rick? Do you believe in a hollow earth? Uh, kind of, sort of. I mean, we are, we have too many stories dealing with the mythos and, uh, and legends passed down through the generations. I mean, why, why would every single, uh, culture back in the old days have a story behind the hollow earth? I mean, even Christianity has the heavens which are up in the skies and heck down below the, uh, uh, down below the surface. So, who's to say that there's not a such thing? You know, uh, as for the entrances to the North and South Poles or the uh, Tibetan Peninsula or in the deep uh, areas of Argentina, who knows? Honestly, I kind of sort of do believe that there may be a hollow earth. I can kind of see it as well. I mean, you know, growing up, we were fortunate enough that our parents took us to the caverns to, you know, kind of explore. We went to Interspace Cavern. We went to Natural Bridge Cavern. We went to... The Caverns of uh, Zamora. We I went never to, went to the, that one. You've been to that I one. To I went to that one. I don't remember that one. I must have been really little. Um, but uh, that cavern. Yes, we went twice. Uh, yes. You you were in the nursery the first time that we went. Yes, the first time I was too little to go, so I had to be in the nursery. Um, but the second time, mom and and um, our stepdad Don took us back, and we went through it when I was in um, junior high and- Yeah, I, Dad and Papa said they couldn't, they couldn't put you in the kennel, so they had- I was, was told I was put in this, I was told I was put in the kennel. Mom told me I was in the nursery, but Dad and Papa always swore I was in the kennel. Yes. Because they didn't want to pay for the nursery. The kennel was cheaper. <laughs> but um, growing up and going through those caverns and I've always been fascinated by them and, you know, this beautiful- area that exists under our feet and yeah. as I mentioned before these caverns are supposed to go on throughout you know they're connected throughout the U.S. and there's caves and caverns all over the world and they even have yeah. these caverns where there's like nobody has been able to get to the bottom of them because they just keep going and going so to me that right there could be proof of that being a hollow earth what do you think? Well, yeah. I mean, one of my uh, one of the things on my bucket list is actually to go into Mammoth Mammoth Cave. That would be cool. Yeah, I've definitely I've always been fascinated by caves and caverns, and so mm -hmm. always wanted to go and travel and check out more of them. Um, but that for this week concludes our episode on the Hollow Earth. Remember, boys and girls, we require five stars. Five stars is a good thing. Remember this? Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco. Un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq. I, itch, ni, san, chi, yo. Loco. Yes, if you're listening to our podcast through, um, through Apple Podcasts, we do ask for five stars or wherever you can rate us. We do ask for that. Um, ask also, if you're able to leave a review, we do ask for reviews. We do read them on air if we ever get them. 
We're still waiting for them. Please review us. We need reviews. We love you. We really, really do. Yes. And next week we will take a, um, we will go back into, we will take a step away from mythology and go back into the spookiness, which I'm really excited about because you all know that's my favorite uh, thing to discuss is, is the spookiness. Um, and that will be, now that we're doing it every other week, that'll be two weeks from now. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I won't tell you what it's about because then, you know, I want you to listen in so you can find out. They did Any a movie about it. Let's just say that. They did a really bad movie about it. Really cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, I'll, I'll talk about later in, on that episode why it's so long, but I don't want to give too much away. Um, but anything else you want to uh, share before we end tonight's episode? Uh, that uh, this, uh, we're probably going to be putting this uh, this article up on our website, The Skeptic Sidekick, and join us over there, you know. Uh, get to take a look at some of the uh, the articles we've written and the blog posts. Which article are we going to be putting up there? This, uh, this one, The Hollow Earth. Oh, you want me to write, uh, put it up as a blog? Yeah. Okay. I will do that. And with that, we bid you adieu. Have adieu. A, <laughs> have a wonderful evening and sweet dreams, everybody. And unpleasant nightmares. Good, Good night. night. <laughs>